Welcome to the Workforce Management Podcast, delivered to you by ShopWorks Workforce Solutions. The podcast that explores everything you need to know about workforce management, the technologies involved, strategies and processes, the trends and the solutions. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Lee Bowden and I'm the CRO and co-founder of the ShopWorks. Uh, welcome to the Workforce Management Podcast. Today, my guest, I'm very pleased to say, is Mike Hennessy, the Operations Director of Shopworks. Good afternoon, on. Mike. Good afternoon, Lee. Um, in this episode, we were going to discuss exactly how does workforce management software work and, and what the sort of biggest problems that you can come across and, and obviously how to avoid them. And I can tell you that Mike is um, an unusual situation where Mike used to be a client of ShopWorks, and then about 10 years, he joined ShopWorks. So Mike is pretty much in a great position to see both sides, and that's why we've got him in today. So I want to kick off, Mike, with just the basics. Why would I need workforce management software? Okay, so there's a number of reasons as to why you would need workforce management software for your business. First and foremost, managing the schedule of large numbers of staff, um, ensuring the right number of staff are working to match your customer demand, because ultimately that's what you're looking to to achieve. You're almost certainly looking to achieve a 100% accurate payroll because that's a significant impact on your staff's morale and, and helps in, in retention as well for those staff members, knowing that they'll definitely get paid for the hours they worked. Also make sure they don't get paid for the hours they didn't work, which bizarrely can happen as well. Kind of handy. <laughs> uh, get a central view of all the matters to relating to staffing. So uh, visibility of what's happening out there in your estate when it's planned rather than when it's actually performed is definitely key to, to helping control costs. Manage staff absence as well, working preferences from your staff members and the shifts that are allocated out, all builds up to smooth communication of who's meant to be where and what roles they're working. It will also help you stay on top of compliance with labour regulations such as the Working Time Directive and the National Minimum Wage. Um, we've recently gone up for the, the new annual increase as well, so you do need that to be helped and assisted with, with the, the software in which you can provide that. And making it easier to manage those changes that do occur, the day-to-day changes that happen with all businesses that need a workforce management software. Carry out planning and budgeting tasks as well, as I mentioned earlier on, so you've got assistance like stuff like staffing levels or templates dealing with customer demand and obviously foreseeing your costs that are planned and actual as the work week progresses and analyse your data to ensure better decision making is taking place when workforce management software has been used properly. Yeah, obviously it's quite extensive. I was talking to a HR director uh, a while ago and saying, uh, and she was saying that you know one of these kind of transformations is the most complex thing a, a, any company could take on. And when you look at that list you've just given us, you can see why. But when we talk about modern SaaS workforce systems, you know you're an ops director, you've done ops all your life. How is that going to make ops easier? Well, principally, most of the clients are thinking about time management. So artificial intelligence does help in terms of planning and organising and delivering your rotors that you spend maybe hours putting together. Well, obviously, they'll just be told how they should work to what criteria, and they generate those those rotors based off that. There's also the ability to auto-approve hours that have been worked. So with the, the concept of people scanning in or punching in at times when they should do, there's no real need for management of that time because they've come in with the parameters that you've agreed and set on your system. And then those old hours can be auto-confirmed. You just focus on what was known as exception management. Uh, automation integrations as well. Key part of the workforce management is the ability for us to absorb HR data from a HR system that would be our source of truth, if you will, and then export the hours that have been confirmed worked and also pay time off. So that integration concept is very key as well in terms of saving time. No paper, if you will. Uh, self-service. Delegation of tasks 
and also with the managed services that can definitely assist here as well. Okay, interesting. Uh, AI getting everywhere, <laughs> incredible. Um, but what are the biggest problems? I mean, everybody talks about the success of workforce management, and it's all a bit perfect world. But let, I mean, you're the expert. What are the biggest problems with workforce management software, and how do we avoid these problems? Well, some of the things that have come through before, the expected return on investment isn't delivered. So where we were the concept of how much of a saving it actually can initially produce is not always assessed properly or collectively. System can't deal with complexity of payroll. So one of the things that we do find, of course, is that our clients have long-standing um, payrolls and uh, arrangements with the staff members because over a period of time, if you've taken over businesses or taken on staff members who've got existing T's and C's, um, some of the payroll, some of the workforce management system and the payroll system can't cope with that, accommodate that. So that can be quite a challenge. It may not be able to deal with your business type, depending on the way uh, your business is. Obviously, it's call center or retail organization, um, um, maintenance company, and stuff like that. Those sort of areas there may not be the may not be the right fit for the workforce management solution. It doesn't always integrate as well with other systems. So ultimately, if you're taking a feed, as mentioned before, HR system and feed out to the payroll. It needs to integrate seamlessly with them. But also you may have, for example, EPOS, footfall data, um, uh, other demand information that might drive anything. You're not going to seamlessly import with that when it does, it does impact on that. Obviously, you've got the issue, of course, principally of your team doesn't like it, partly because it's a change management part that you mentioned earlier on. That lead can be quite big for some people. And if they don't, they don't embrace the new system, then there is an issue there for you to deal with. Can't be upgraded in the future for uh, future uh, requirements, so for example, AI or different functionality that you see at the outset, you think, well, I will come back to that when we're ready. And then you, you realize the system can't actually cope with those 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 things as well. Doesn't compete with comply with the WTA, WTD, sorry, and other regulatory requirements. Potentially wrong hosting solution. Um, the clock in, clock out tools don't work for your employees. It's important to consider the range that's available that's on office, not just, for example, your fingerprint reader. There are other ways around ensuring people confirm the TNA. The system isn't secure or GDPR compliance. It's quite important to look into the GDPR um, accreditations the company has that you're dealing with. Um, the supplier is not solving your problems. Ultimately, if you don't solve your problems, you can't make any money. That's, that's why you're yeah. there, really. So if the, if the software supplier isn't going to give you that uh, solution-based uh, offering then there is no real point then really as you'll find out fair enough but of course then the implementation process is insufficient so there's a number of things here uh, in terms of the fact that you could be left with a system that is um, not well trained not trained not trained not delivered not config properly uh, there isn't that support all those elements do obviously contribute sure. to that you know, you know, it's interesting. You know, you know me, I always love speaking to ops people. You know, before well, you listened and went through the complexity of the workforce management software, and like like all good ops people, you're looking to resolve the issues and see the challenges before they come. And it was certainly a long list of what could possibly go wrong. So, you know, my job as host is to ask you the big question. So, if there's that many potential problems, what's the best ways to avoid them? So, one of the things that definitely helps from the outset is understanding how the workforce management software works. So whatever solution you go for, get a chance to try before you buy, if you like. So get on there, get, a, get an option to have a look at Sandpit environments, play about with it, get some, some training from that supplier, just to make sure comfortable with what they're offering. Make sure you think then, put yourselves in the shoes that the users are going to be using at the front end. If it's easy for you to adapt, would it be easy for them to adapt as well? As well? And that will help in terms of resolving some of your problems. You need to obviously confirm and document all your requirements and functionalities. 
Sounds obvious, and it can be on the first surface sound like it's quite time consuming, but it will save you time in the end if you document everything you need and make sure that's agreed and understood by that software supplier. You're doing your research. Um, they should be confident in your supplier in being able to offer you testimonials from clients who've used them before, and that definitely does help embellish. You may choose choosing the right uh, supplier from there. Have a dedicated project team and resources. So it's quite key that you need to understand from your supplier for, from the outset how much supply time that you need to support that uh, project. Um, that then, then helps you then devise who should be on your, your project team and how much time they're going to need to support, making sure that it's a success. Um, and carry out a pay pilot or other trials does ensure the solution meets your requirements. You've got that ability to agree a set time and get that re pilot reviewed at the end of that time. If there are any issues that came up during that time, then that would maybe help you make a decision about whether you were to progress with that supplier. Yeah, yeah, listen, you, you know, you know, job in ops is to see those challenges and iron them out. One thing you did, I want to pick up on in, in your research, you said, you know, get a testimony from a client. You know me, I'm a huge advocate of asking people to go and speak to customers because other people go on these journeys and have these challenges and you want to find out which company, how they react when there's a problem, not when everything's going well. And that's the true difference of a, of a good software partner. Listen, Mike, that's been absolutely great. You know, I love chatting with you. Uh, thanks for everyone listening to the Workforce Management Podcast. If you want to know more about the subject, uh, there's obviously a written uh, a full article on the website at theshopworks.com. Mike, thanks very much. Thanks, Lee.